This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. Thank you for joining us today on Kingdom Come Broadcast with me, Andrew Nkoyoyo. I'm glad you're tuning in. We have a treat. We continue with the study. We are in part 10, and we are talking about the names and the titles of the Holy Spirit, the person, God, the Spirit. Dear friend, it's been a treat to really go with you in depth on this subject because this is a subject that is near and dear to my heart, but it's also near and dear to God's heart because as we have gone through so far, we have seen that we cannot really walk in the demonstration of the fullness of the power of the Holy Spirit without knowing the Holy Spirit. Okay, I mean, the Holy Spirit is not what probably what you have seen on TV. He's not spooky. He's not weird. It's not about shaking or, you know, falling on the floor. This is a person. This is God. And we have talked about the role of the Trinity and I've shown you in the previous episodes. And uh, now I want us to continue, to continue with the names and the titles of the Holy Spirit. But first, let's read Acts 19 verse 1 and 2. Uh, for those of you that are new to this broadcast, uh, I encourage you to go back and, and watch from episode 1. Okay, Acts 19, verse 1 to 2. While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. And dear friend, there are many believers today, followers of Christ, who love Jesus, but they do not know the Holy Spirit. Now, they know, they have an intellectual, maybe even a theological uh, knowledge about him being the you know third person of the Trinity, but for most people that's kind of where it ends. Okay, uh, they don't really know that there is more to the Holy Spirit, that there is more to what he does, who he is, and what he does. And so, in this series, our desire is to bring clarity, knowledge, and understanding to you, so that your your relationship, your pursuit. Your faith will rest on the power of God. You know, Paul said that my preaching and teaching was not in the persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and power. What did he mean by that? He meant that his teaching was and preaching was in the demonstration, in the manifestation of the totality of the names 
and the tyros and the power of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? It means that every time we hear a title or a name that is the Holy Spirit is attributed to, it's also attributed to his work, but also to his nature, to his character. And we're going to go deeper in that in the next episode as we talk about the working of the Holy Spirit as we bring this whole thing together. Because this knowledge is going to really come down to what you do with it. Now that you know his, you know, all these names, the titles, and all that he is and has and does, what do you do with it? You begin to apply it. So let's continue. Let's talk about the title of the Spirit of Truth. John 14, verse 17. The Spirit of Truth, Jesus said, the Spirit of Truth, he called the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and, and will be in you. Here, Jesus uses the title to point out a truth that is so fundamental, that is so crucial for us who are really serious to know the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. And he says, the spirit of truth. Now, do you make the connection? If you're going to know the way, the truth, and the life, who is Jesus? You need to go to the spirit of truth. Because the spirit of truth, as I'm going to show you, he brings you into the truth, into Jesus. Oh, dear friend, are you beginning to get it? I'm, I, I'm so excited and I can feel the anointing now pouring on me. I hope I can finish, <laughs> go through this teaching. But the spirit of truth brings us into Jesus. He brings us into the truth, into Jesus himself. If we are going to know Jesus, he says, the spirit of truth is going to be with you. The world cannot know him. Because they neither see him, they neither accept him or reach out to him. But you know him. He's talking about those who follow him, those who have accepted him, meaning mean Jesus. He says, you know him because he is in you and he's going to be with you. And he says, I am going away by the Spirit. Let's read uh, verse uh, John chapter 16, verse 13. But when the Spirit... Now listen to this. The spirit of truth comes. He's going to guide you into all truth. He will not speak of, on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He's going to bring you into all that Jesus is, has, and does. And he's going to prepare you. He's going to equip you. He's going to guide you. Dear friend, you can never go wrong, you can never go astray if you get to know the Holy Spirit as the Spirit of Truth. Okay? This is not just a mere name. By the way, when we talk about names and titles, what is a name? What is in the name? The name is the active presence of a person. So when we talk about the Spirit of Truth, it's like we are connecting with the Holy Spirit as the active presence of truth, of Jesus, the truth himself. And so, if he's the active presence, when we connect with him on that level, on that, based on that name and on that title, as we call upon him, dear friend, he's going to 
guide us. He's going to teach us. He's going to bring us into Christ himself, into all truth. He's going to remove all error. He's going to expose all deceit and all the lies of the enemy. The lies you have believed, the lies the enemy has been speaking, the lies people have told. He's going to expose that because his truth, his truth in his nature, his truth in his character, his truth in his person, and his in truth in his work. Oh, Dear friend, let that sink in. The spirit of truth. You want to know the Bible? I'm going to walk you through. This is simple. Do you want to have clarity, understanding of things you've read in the Bible and yet you can't really understand them? The Bible says that you're not going to need another person to teach you because the spirit will teach you how. Because he knows the Bible. And, and so the, the failure for us to know the word of God is because we have failed to connect with the one who is the spirit of truth. He's the one who teaches us the truth. He shows us the truth. I have wonderful teachers in my life. I have wonderful mentors in my life. But the deep things of God that I've learned over the years, they have come, me sitting at the feet of the spirit of truth. And, I, and, 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 and it takes time. It takes the price of revelation, the price of anointing, the price of, of this relationship is time. And you see, that's the problem in the Western world. We don't have time. We are in a hurry. But if we'll have the time, if we are really passionate and hungry and put in the time, we can know the truth of God. We can walk in the truth of God. We can walk in the reality. Or we can know the, what the Bible says, the deep things of God. <laughs> the deep things of God are for those, he says, they're yours. That are hidden. Deuteronomy 29, 29, those things are hidden and God will reveal those deep things to people who are serious to search them out, to sit and listen and wait upon the feet of the spirit of truth to be taught. Dear friends, all this, I, I mean, I've been to Bible college all the way to a doctorate. The stuff I'm teaching you, they never taught them to me. So the Bible college is not the answer. It is helpful, but it's not what it takes. A theology degree is good, it's helpful, but it's not what it takes. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6, it's not by might, it's not by power. It is by my spirit. Dear friend, oh, I want you to put that in your spirit because God... When he comes to the spirit, he says, my is personal. It's not just the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of God. He's like my spirit. It's not by your cunning cleverness of man. It's not by the human armor strength. It's by my spirit. And he begins to point out all these areas that the spirit will bring us in. Not only for just intellectual knowledge, but also for experience for reality and demonstration okay he is the spirit of truth first corinthians chapter 2 verse 10 and 11 these are the things god has revealed to us by his spirit the spirit searches all things even the deep things of god you see 
We want to know the deep things of God. We have, you can read a thousand books, you'll never know the deep things of God. Because other humans, unless they have really been truly, even then they will teach you a portion, little portions here and there of the deep things of God. But he says, the spirit searches the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Okay? The Spirit of God who searches the heart of God, the Father, the heart of Jesus, He brings us into these deep things. He's the Spirit of truth. Psalms 19 verse 12. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. He says, who can discern? You cannot discern your own errors. But the spirit within you can help you discern even the errors within yourself. The errors within your belief system. Your errors in anything, really. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And we all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Okay? He is the Spirit of, glo of glory. As we are finding out, but what I want to drive deep into your spirit, He is the Spirit of truth. Okay? He is the Spirit of truth. You want to know God. You want to make God known. You need to learn to sit at the feet of the spirit of truth and dear friend it's going to cost you time i believe if the western world the western church will cut down on the so many activities and learn to sit at the feet of the holy spirit we will know god and we will be full of god's power because the price of carrying the presence and the power in totality and fullness is time. It's going to take you time. True prayer is like a journey. You don't rush into it. You don't rush into it. It's like a journey into the presence and in the presence. This is not something you just rush in, you know, five minutes. I know we, we are trying to practice the presence of God. That is good, but I'm telling you through prayer, when you're pressing into the, 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 the heart of God, in the place where you're receiving, what I'm talking about, I'm not talking about, you know, just, you know, you getting, you know, something here and there. I'm talking about a lifestyle. When you get to get immersed in the truth, in the glory, in the power, in the anointing of God, it's going to cost you time. You know, many people say, well, brother, I want the power of God. I want to walk in the anointing. You know, the, the, the price, the price is time. Time in prayer, time in fasting, time in sitting in his presence, time in his word, time listening. And I will tell you, that's the hardest part for all of us, for most of us. That's why, you know, it takes surrender. Okay, let's talk about the spirit of life. He is the spirit of life. He's not only the spirit of truth, but he's also the spirit of life.
The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Okay, but how? Then he gives us the answer. John 6, verse 63. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. And Jesus says, the words I've spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. The spirit gives life, but not only eternal life. I know some commentators think that this is only applies to the eternal life. Yes, it applies to eternal life. But I will tell you, there is no miracle of healing, life into your body that happens until the Holy Spirit touches you. I've seen withered hands come back to life. I've seen withered legs, you know, crippled legs. The spirit touched them with the life of God. And all of a sudden they went from being withered to proper. There was a miracle. It's the spirit. I've, I mean, in every place that I've seen a miracle, whether it's a creative miracle, a miracle of deliverance, a miracle of healing, a miracle of salvation, is the spirit that gives life. So if we are going to know the life of God, oh, dear friend, if we are going to know the life that Jesus gives, we have to know the spirit of life. We have to connect with him. And I'm going to show you in the next episodes how we put together when we talk about the work of the spirit. The work is not here just to be a member of the third person of the Trinity, that just to carry these titles. Is here to apply the reality. The reality that is embedded in his names. <laughs> Let that go. He's the spirit of life. And Jesus says, The words I speak, they are spirit and life. But you know what? And then he says, But it is the spirit. You want life? The spirit gives life. That's why no sinner ever repented without the spirit. Because the spirit is the one who gives life, even eternal life. He's the one that breaks down the walls of unbelief, of doubt, whatever hinders, you know, man from, you know, opening up to the truth and knowing that he's a sinner and seeing his need of a savior. It is the spirit that does all that work. And when the spirit does all that work, boom, he imparts that life. Jesus is the, it's the spirit that gives life. And the flesh, your flesh has no, really no role in that, really in that all, in our experience. It is the work of the Spirit. So when we know, then we can yield. Then I, I pray, dear friend, that you get the boldness to begin to reach out, to connect with the Spirit and call him by name, Spirit of life. I need you. Oh, Shanda, Labakaya, my God, the power of God just hit. It's like the spirit of life all of a sudden walks into that situation. You know, when you, you need a miracle, talk to him. He's the Holy Spirit, but I want you to have confidence when you begin to talk to the Holy Spirit, relate to him. When I go to study the Bible, I invite him. I say, Spirit of truth. I need to learn this truth. I need you to unpack this truth. And guess what? Sometimes I'm there in the Word. I intended to do my study for an hour. All of a sudden, it's been over three hours and I've lost track of time. Why? The Spirit of truth, all of a sudden, He took me into the deep things of God. It's like I'm, He's feeding and I'm devouring and I'm devouring and I can't get enough and I'm devouring it. 
because I have dared to reach out. It is the same thing for you, dear friend. Nobody has a monopoly on these things. That's why it's in the Bible. So my desire and prayer is that you open yourself up to a new life of the Spirit. The Bible calls us ministers of the Spirit. We are called to be ministers of the Spirit. The New Testament ministers. We are ministers of the Spirit. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit in us and with us and His power upon us. So then we can minister the Spirit because if we're going to minister life to a dying world, we better have the Spirit of life with us. Do you agree? We better have the Spirit of life working in us and with us to bring life into our marriages, our communities, our finances, in every area. We can look to the Spirit of life and Jesus lays it out here he gives us the blueprint he gives us the answer he gives us the key there's no mystery dear friend it's just about knowing it and having the confidence and the faith to reach out for it Romans chapter 8 verse 2 because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death <laughs> Are you struggling with sin in your life? Are you struggling with some kind of, you know, habit that you're trying to break? Here is the key. The law of the spirit of life, or this version, the NIV says, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. That's how we overcome sin and death, by getting into the spirit and allowing the spirit of life to transform our lives and to fill our lives with the life of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is the key. It's the spirit. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. That's the key. The, uh, dear friend, I, I hope you see it's not complicated. There's really no formula to this. There's no really method one, two, three. It is simple. It's knowing the Spirit and opening yourself up to the Spirit and having the knowledge, the bonus. The New Kingdom says, for the law, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. That's what sets you and I free. That's how we can be free from struggles, from, you know, from doubt and from unbelief. We can look to the spirit of life. But you see, we have to connect with them on that level, based on that name. If you need life, don't call the spirit of truth. Okay? If you need life, you call the spirit of life. You talk to him, the spirit of life. If you need power, you connect with the spirit of power. Because that is in relation to the power that he applies and imparts. Okay? So th this, dear friend, is like the devil. That's why I'm so mad at the devil. The devil hates the teaching and the preaching of the Holy Spirit. You know why? Because he would rather have people go to church, sing hallelujah, raise their hands, and have no power, have no life in them to, to the fullest and live below the potential that God desires them to walk in because as otherwise they're not dangerous to him. But the moment you discover the potential and, and really 
the dynamite power, the dunamis, the dynamite of God in you by the Spirit, then the devil begins to, he, I mean, he cares. He cares what you do, where you live, and, and all of a sudden, he just kind of feels like all hell breaks loose. But guess you are? Because you have the power. He will try. He cannot destroy you. Listen to this. He cannot destroy you, but he will only, always try to distract you. And that's what he does. He brings lies and all kinds of different attacks and you find resistance here and there and he tried to squeeze you using circumstances and situations in your life to stop you from pressing for all of a sudden you are you, you, you are consumed with your situations and with whatever is going on and you say oh no oh no I ways get all of a sudden you you don't apply and pressing into the fullness of the power that God wants you don't have. And the moment you retreat and you go back to your place and you know you are in this fetal position, you, you know, you, you go to church, but you're wondering where is God all of a all, all of a sudden you are questioning your faith and questioning what you believe and where is God? What has happened? Why is God not helping me? The devil is laughing in the corner. Because you're gonna die like a mere man because you did not know who you are. But dear friend, the good news is God has not left us to ourselves. He has given us himself. He has given us the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus says, when I leave, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. He's going to be in you, with you, and upon you. Why? Because he knew in order to overcome, we need the Holy Spirit. In order to be effective, we need the Holy Spirit. So he's the spirit of life. The law of the spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Dear friend, put that in your spirit. We get prayer requests of people saying demons are tormenting me. You know, I cannot. I have sent prayer requests to every ministry. I have called everywhere. Dear friend, you need to stop. And ask the spirit of life through the blood of Jesus to come into your life, into your situation. You need to learn to connect with the spirit of power that delivers you. The power of God. He applies the power of God. I'm going to teach you in the next episode. How do you begin to, you know, tap into this? It's simple. Okay. It is simple. Another title we'll talk about is the Holy Spirit of Promise. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 and 14. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation in whom also, having believed you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of Promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Uh, I'm not going to really uh, spend more time on this one. On this one, the Holy Spirit of promise, or the next one, the promised Holy Spirit. Basically, he was the Holy Spirit who was promised, but also is the Holy Spirit of promise because it was promised by the Father and by Jesus. And, and But also he brings us into the promise of the fullness of God now and at the end of time. But right now, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And one of those promises is that he's coming back for us. And so the Holy Spirit is preparing us the bride of Christ. 
for the marriage supper of the Lamb. The promised spirit, John 14, 26, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. John 15, verse 26, when the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. Again, this is the Holy Spirit of promise and the promised spirit. Those are just scriptures. Acts 1.4. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. So the Holy Spirit, before he came, he was the Holy Spirit of promise, and he was the promised spirit. Now he has come, and he's here with us. Now let's talk about one title that's really not rarely mentioned is the is called the good spirit in psalms 143 verse 10 teach me to do your will for you are my god may your good spirit lead me on level grounds now there's something i want to point out here the good spirit he says he leads him May your good spirit lead me on level grounds. The good spirit, he's called the good spirit because he brings us into the goodness of God. He reveals the goodness of God. That's why, he, you know, uh, the psalmist says, may your good spirit. Oh, another version says, the spirit of goodness, lead me. He leads you, dear friend. That's why if we want to, you know, we all want to experience the goodness of God but sometimes we don't know how and we are going through life and we are going through you know situations and circumstances in our health in our finances in our marriages or in whatever and we are wondering you know how come I never get to experience the goodness of the Lord in in the land of the living here the sermon says may your good spirit teach me to do your will now what i want you to to connect here is the he begins with asking god to teach him the will of god the good spirit of god who is always connected us to lead us into the will of god because the will of god is what is going to lead us into the goodness of god now i'm not talking about good works I'm not talking about good activities, good things. I'm talking about the perfect will of God. You know, there is the, uh, the passive will of God. There is the good will of God. There is the acceptable will of God. All those three are good, but they're not good enough. I mean, you want the goodness. You want the perfect will of God. And it is the good spirit of God who leads us on that level ground where we get to encounter the goodness of God. Oh, dear friend, how I talk to him every day and every morning and, and ask him to take me by the hand and to lead me into the goodness of God. And sometimes my flesh doesn't want to go through where he's leading, go through the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> Sometimes, but he says, even when we go through the valley of the shadow of death, he's with us. But it's on the other side of the valley of the shadow of death that our cup is going to run over, not, not before. And how do we get there? It's by the good spirit.
the good spirit of God leads us into the goodness. So that is another title that I want you to, to really get yourself familiar with, to connect with the Holy Spirit, asking him as the good spirit. He knows the goodness of God. He knows the good that God has for you, that God wants for you and desires for you. And when you look to him, he's going to guide you. He's going to show you how to enter into it. He's going to show you which way to go. He's going to refocus you into the will of God. Be like the psalmist here. He says, teach me to do your will. Teach me to do your will. Help me. Show me. Empower me to do your will. And may your good spirit guide me. As you yield and surrender to do the will of God, cast yourself upon the good spirit. You can trust him. He is good. Dear friend, if there is anybody that I have known to be good, is the Holy Spirit. He's the good spirit. Oh, oh, how I love him. Let's talk about him as the eternal spirit. Hebrews 9.14 How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, offered himself without spot to God, Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. It is the work of the eternal spirit to bring us in to the kingdom. It is the work of the eternal spirit to sustain us, to prepare us for eternity. Here he talks about how much more. Through the blood of Christ that washes your sin, through the eternal spirit, Jesus offered himself without spot or wrinkle. And because of that, his blood could cleanse our conscience from all dead works. But the point is, it was through the eternal spirit. There is nothing that Jesus did that the Holy Spirit did not empower him to do. Let that sink in. Because most of the time, we say, oh no, that was Jesus. That happened, God did all that because, he was. yes. But here, on earth, we can look to the same spirit. Dear friend, Jesus did not have a different Holy Spirit than you and I have. He's the same Holy Spirit. And if we we'll let him, he will also be the eternal spirit to us. He has brought us already into the kingdom anyway. Now he's preparing us for eternity. He, know, he knows what heaven looks like. He knows what it takes to get in there. <laughs> he knows what kind of person can enter into heaven. And if we can, you know, if we, we can allow him, he will bring us into this last point that we want to talk about. He is the spirit of holiness and righteousness. He's not only the eternal spirit who knows about eternity. He's been from eternity to eternity. And he knows everything that it takes, you know, for, for us to, you know, not only to come into the experience of eternal life here on earth, but also for at the end of the age, when we go to heaven, to prepare us so that we are fit for heaven, for eternity. But he's also the spirit of holiness. Romans chapter 1, verse 3 and 4. Regarding his own son, who, as to his earthly life, was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the Son of God in power by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. 
He was appointed the son of God by the spirit of holiness. Oh, dear friend, you got, you know, I put this at the end on purpose because I want you to grasp this. He is the spirit of righteousness. He is the spirit of holiness. In other words, he imparts the holiness and the righteousness and he works the holiness of God in us. That's why the Holy Spirit, every time he is, is like quarantine, he is like so against sin and iniquity that every time something that is contrary to his holiness, to the holiness of God, he will begin to convict us. Why? Because he's, that's why he's, he's in his name and also his nature. He's a holy God. That's why he's a holy spirit. And if he's going to work in, in our lives, he demands holiness. But listen, he has not left us to our own to be holy and righteousness, you know, tr striving in our cunning cleverness of man, in our human arm of strength, to be holy and righteous and be good and perfect. No, he will work the holiness. The Bible says here, even Jesus Christ, he was a descendant of David, who through the spirit of holiness, he was approved. Dear friend, you are approved because the spirit of holiness lives in you. Hallelujah. You are approved because the spirit of righteousness lives and moves and operates in you. And he will do the same thing to approve you, to approve you for the for, for, for heaven, to approve you for the power of God, for the work of God, for the demonstration of the spirit and the power of God. So that you can make the impact. So you can live the life God calls you and desires for you to have, to live and move. And have your be is by the spirit of holiness. That's why I as I preach about revival and I tell people that the, the revival we need is the revival of the Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to bring us to our knees. He's going to convict us. If we let the Holy Spirit in our churches, he will begin to bring us on our knees and convict us of all the man-made things that hinder God, that have replaced the truth of God. He will. What we need is a revival of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit himself coming back into our lives and into our churches. And if we can dare allow him, he will set us ablaze. We can become nation changers and life transformers. Why? Because the Spirit in his totality is everything that we need, that we want, and we desire. And he can accomplish it into our lives. Oh, dear friend, how I weep for the church, for us, to know the Spirit of God. Because if we can know the Spirit of God, He is the Spirit of holiness. If I'm struggling with any habit, any negative character trait in my life, I know I can look to the Spirit of holiness. I can look to the Spirit of righteousness. I can look to the eternal Spirit. I can look to the Spirit of life. I can look to the spirit of truth in my life. And as I cry out to him and I invite him and surrender myself to him, he will begin to work those things within me to transform me into the image of Jesus so that I can begin to carry the glory of God. I can begin to carry the anointing, the power of God in reality, not in talk, not in speech, but in reality, 
And because there is that reality, then the experience is there. And then I can be a vessel of the life of Jesus, a vessel that transmits life. But remember, it is the Spirit who gives life. I'm only a vessel. You're only a vessel. Hallelujah. Let me pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, I pray for this one listening and this one watching right now. For the revelation, for the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding to be poured on them in the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. That you will break down every barrier, every obstacle, so that they can know the Spirit and enter into all that the Spirit is, has, and does. In Jesus' name. Dear friend, I want to give you an opportunity. You're watching and you don't have a relationship. All this stuff I'm talking about is like, whoa, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You can have a relationship right now with Jesus. But you have to accept that you are a sinner. And you have sinned and offended God. And you need a Savior. And Jesus is that Savior. And you can open your heart and confess him. Would you pray this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner. I have offended you in more ways than I can count. I surrender my life over to you. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Today, I confess that I'm yours. I confess that God raised you from the dead. I confess with you, my mouth that you are the Son of God. Forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. Write my name in the book of life. Dear friend, you have said that prayer. Jesus has come into your heart. You are a Christian. You are what the Bible calls born again or a Christian. Now, find yourself a Bible-believing, spirit-filled church and get plugged in. And let us know of your decision. We have resources to share with you, to help you on your path to go deeper in God. And before I finish, dear friend, I want to uh, encourage you to go grab, catch, and release God's supernatural. The keys to operating in God's miracles, healing, and power is about equipping you to walk in the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I teach you all the keys. What I know, it is in here. And I invite you, write to me and let us know of how this ministry is impacting your life. Also, I want to invite you, our listener, our viewer, to partner with us, to help us continue spreading this gospel to you and to many others around the world. Give a gift today. Partner with us. Any gift of any amount. I will even send you an autographed copy of this latest book, Catch and Release God's Supernatural. I love you. I'm praying for you. And I look forward to what God is going to do and to hearing from you. May God bless you. As a believer, the keys to the supernatural are in your hands. 
and with them you can access your inheritance. In his newest book, Working the Works of God, Dr. Andrew teaches us how, through the glory of God and His anointing, we are empowered to move past our human abilities and function in the supernatural realm, where nothing is impossible. Order your copy today. To become a Kingdom Impact Ministry partner or sow a financial seed, call us toll-free 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or log on to www.kingdomimpactministry.org. Watch Andrew on the Kingdom Come broadcast 24-7 online at kingdomimpactministry.org and on our Kingdom Impact Ministry TV channels available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Android TV. To stream on the go, get the Kingdom Impact Ministry mobile app for Apple and Android devices from the App Store today. To receive prayer, order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423, or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.